For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Hello and welcome to Lunch with Lee. I'm your host Shane Lee. Today in the show, Paul Williams, a former Australian rules footballer playing 198 games for the Collingwood Football Club and 117 games for the Sydney Swans. He's an AFL Premiership player in 2005 with the Sydney Swans, you beauty. Two times Bob Skilton medalist and an AFL All-Australian. Post-career he's coached the Western Bulldogs and was inducted into the Tasmanian Hall of Fame. Welcome, Paul. Shane, thanks for having me, mate. Mate, I really appreciate this, mate. Since we caught up and had lunch down in Melbourne a few months ago, mate, it's good to catch up again. Yeah, it's good to actually talk to you without a beer in my hand. <laughs> well, I've got one here, mate. Sydney beer, beautiful. Hey, um, and the other guest, Danny McGinley, um, who describes himself as a comedian, a premiership banner writer, <laughs> I love that bit, and a top bloke. Um, he started performing comedy at the age of 16 and has worked all over Australia, London, New York, and at the Edinburgh Festival. Um, but away from the stage, um, he's a mad Western Bulldog supporter. So we'll talk about that, Paul. Um, he's also a co-host on the Afternoon Sport show with myself. Um, and he's a mad, or he has a, I reckon a man crush on Ange Postacoglu, I should say. Well, welcome, welcome, Danny. Yeah. How are you, mate? Thank you, Shane. Yeah, good to be here. I've, I've, I do follow Ange Postacoglu wherever he goes. I've been a Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> fan for about two weeks now. I've got to say, I'm, I'm not really enjoying it, but uh, I'll give it. I'll, I'll continue while we ke- while while Ange is there. Paul, I'll start with you, mate. I want to ask you first big question, mate. Are you mm-hmm. a are you a pie or you're, are you a swan? Uh Where's this going live? Is it uh, in Sydney or is it everywhere, mate? This is a global podcast. But um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm a mad Swannies fan, but um, yeah. I, I know yeah, you have no. a premiership with the Swans, so yeah. Yeah, no, listen, I'm uh, the best way I can answer this is, is I've got two daughters. Uh, one goes <laughs> to the Pies, one goes to the Swans. So well done, mate. Well I, done. I've got, uh, I've got a foot in both camps. Nice hey, one. Hey, Paul, you coached the Bulldogs. Why don't you go for us? Come on. You've got one of the best winning percentages of any coach at the Western Bulldogs. You you put you coached three games and we won two of them. I know, I know. Um, no, I, I hate back. The, no, I hate the Bulldogs. I hate oh, okay. them. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite but, common for ex-employees, I found. <laughs> but they it, it must, it must be me. good. Uh, it's often with the Swans and the and the Pies, mate. They sort of they sort of peak at different times. Um, so you, you're obviously always in a pretty good place. The Swans last year outperformed themselves, like coming, well, got yeah. to the grand final, they got smashed. But um, but the Pies this year, there must be a chance to take out the flag. Oh, listen, they're, they're looking pretty good, I think. Um, I, I think that they would be one of three or four that uh, yeah. would, would definitely, definitely going to be a huge chance to win it. Um, Everything you have to stay healthy. <laughs> I think your bulldogs are in trouble, Danny. Sorry, mate. Um, they, I agree. That's fine. They, they, the only thing I disagree is uh, there is no way that there's three or four sides. Collingwood are locked in. It is in. engrave the cup now. There is no way there Collingwood can lose from here. Oh, that sounds like a certainty. I, I, so don't uh, don't sell my grand final tickets. <laughs> I just I, the only this is my defence mechanism. If I, every Collingwood fan I say this to, they're like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up." <laughs> so I'm putting the moz on you. You cannot lose. Oh, thank you. Lovely. Um, no, I, I hey, I agree. <laughs> I think that they're oh nice. I think they're definitely um, probably the favourites at the minute. Um, but Port Port are coming hard, and yeah, they're good. I, I think. Um, 
uh, also clearly uh, Brisbane uh, mm. are still very much a chance and and Melbourne who beat them on King's birthday sounds weird saying that doesn't it uh, on yeah, King's it birthday yeah. uh, they they're definitely coming good at the right time as well and Danny you and I do some work on afternoon sport in the morning um, talk a lot of sport I know you love your AFL you're a mad Western Bulldogs fan um, this season's been a bit frustrating for yourself surely. Oh yeah, we're um, uh, we're, no, we're a good football five. side. Yeah, Ex- except for the whole bit where you put the ball on your foot. We are so inaccurate. <laughs> we can't. We we mm. kicking. We getting scores of like two goals, twenty six. It's and you know our in- we we're dominating inside fifties, but we're not hitting targets. It, it is very frustrating. But uh, look, if they, change, if they change the rules and allow you to hand pass it through, you guys will come good. I reckon. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> well it's, said. The, the, uh, I'll tell you the downside of being a Dogs fan is when we won it in 2016, we came from seventh. So mm. always okay. in the back of your mind, you, you think a miracle can happen. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Hey, Paul, yeah. I want ask you about 2005. Um, like you started the Pies. Well, you, you're a Tassie boy originally. Oh, by the way, the Tasmanian Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Yes. Who else no, is in there? You. Who else in there? Your, your brothers, your sisters, Martin Bryan? Who else is in there? <laughs> Mum and Dad. Errol Flynn. Dad the selectors. <laughs> Errol Flynn, yeah. Mary Donaldson of Denmark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. And David Boone. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. And, and, and Punter. But, but you must um, have thought, so you're a Tassie boy, um, gone, gone to Melbourne, played with the Pies, and then come to Sydney 2005, or prior to that, um, that must have been a special moment. Talk me through the grand final, mate. Uh, the, yeah, well, the... The 05 one was clearly very special because of the, yeah. the big drought, 72 years. Um, the, the club, South Melbourne slash Sydney, have had so so long without having any joy. So um, yeah. that was that was extra special. Uh, it was also extra special for me, I suppose, uh, selfishly, because I'd, I think it was my 294th game uh, when we won that one. Um, so I'd had it. I think I'd done my That's premiership. That's a record too. To, that was the record at the time, and then um, Shane Crawford got me um, when the Hawks won a, a few years later. But I was actually um, I was hoping that the, the great man would would win because like it's too long, <laughs> too long playing a game. So without those, yeah, those listening, the, the record was the most games played prior to winning a flag. It was two hundred ninety four yeah. games. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it, it is a long time, um, uh, but uh, I think the. The, the memories are, are very fond. Um, we actually celebrated a little bit too long in the change rooms and then out in the ground after the game and we got locked in at the MCG. We couldn't get out. So, um, <laughs> really? Yeah, really? we were – Love it. We were stuck. Um, they'd shut the, uh, the, 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 big, um, the big gate. Yeah. And so we were turning the – Yeah, so we couldn't get to punt road. We were 45 minutes late and, and – <laughs> And we Fantastic. didn't really care because we had no. we had a couple of boxes of crownies in the in the bus anyway. Now, Danny, you've got a world record too, I believe. Yes, it's not one you want though. Um, <laughs> what, what is it? And I don't have I don't have this verified by Guinness or anything. But I talk okay. to whenever I meet someone in the medical profession, I ask mm-hmm. I ask what's the longest vasectomy you've ever heard of? Because <laughs> mine clocked in at two hours. Jesus. I thought you meant length. That your cock. It's, it's massive. You know, you got to order in special parts for this Ferrari. Uh, it was, yeah, so um, the I had a great urologist. He was an Iranian man called Dr. Homie, and he was he was a really charming dude, and uh, he was he was all fun and games, and we put that's the local what, anesthetic in, and he's making small talk. And then 
He cut into my my nutsack, which didn't mm. hurt at all. It was all good. The anesthetic worked. And he genuinely, his face dropped and he genuinely said, what the hell is that? What the hell? <laughs> Can you imagine a worse phrase to have when you have an open surgery on your on your bits than what the hell is that? The only worse phrase would be if he said, oh, by the way, I've got a guest anaesthetist. It's Bill Cosby. That's the only thing that could have been worse. <laughs> you got some homie on your, on your testicles. So what, what was he worried about? Um, so apparently I've got some condition down there. Uh, the best way to describe it, you, you don't just have two tubes down there. You've got a, you got yeah. a whole load of tubes and they've yep. got to find the right one, your vas deferens, to, uh, yep. to cut mm-hmm. to make sure the tadpoles can't get into the fluid. And uh, <laughs> literally he cut it. He cut into my bits and it, apparently my tubes look like, you know when you pull your earphones out of your bag after a mm. while and they're just Bit all tangled? tangled? Bit tangled? Okay. Yeah. 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 So right. he had to spend two hours trying to find the right one and uh, there was only 20 minutes worth of anaesthetic. It kept running out. It wasn't fun. Uh, and eventually, and of course, you know, being down there, things kept uh, swelling up and it made it worse. But Dr. Omi, absolute champion, eventually like, got it. But, oh, not fun. Like a, like a knot in a fishing line. Yes. That's it. Have you, have you, have you had the, uh, the snip, Paul? No, no, no. Um, but I, I'm really keen to go now that I've heard this. It's, <laughs> I'm going straight there. Well, apparently hey, there's a place, you, if you don't go to a proper urologist, there's a place down here in Melbourne called Dr. Snip where you don't need oh, an appointment. Yeah. It's no. like a, you drive up. You, it's like it's a, a barbershop. Drive, drive through. There, drive through. Read you, yeah, he'll do it through the do window. Do you want fries with that? I, but I got I, told... Apparently he's got a giant Where's Wally on the ceiling. So uh, you look yeah. up, by the time you find Wally, you're done. I might just heat my I'll heat my butter knife up and burn myself. <laughs> That's it, mate. Ah. Like a good Collingwood boy. We might just take a quick break here. Before that, I'd like to talk to you about my new Manshake Challenge. I'll be giving you updates here to let you know how I'm going. I know to lose weight quicker and easier, you need to try to reduce your carbs and your sugar. The easiest habit for me right now is to start replacing breakfast with the Manshake. It's worked for over 100,000 Aussie blokes. Let's see how I go. Wish me luck. Hi, it's David Poir here, host of the Employability Podcast. We have a new season of episodes for you to listen to. So if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world, tune in. On the pod, we talk to a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in Australia. Find the Employability Podcast on any podcast app, and click to follow. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Hey, um, so Paul, I, what? I'll do my research. What's you won the Wrecker Award, nine ninety one. No, what, what's that? Uh, it's not home Wrecker, but what, what is no, it? No, no, that's <laughs> at the Kangaroos. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, too early? Is it too early? Yeah, yeah, that's too soon. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's basically second to the football, uh, most tackles for the for the right. year. Okay, yeah. So I, gotcha. I won that as uh, my rookie year when I was eighteen, which was good. And we we actually got uh, we won a oh, when I won that they gave me a, a seven night 
accommodation at the Mirage that was just built yep. at Port Douglas. Mm. And I didn't have anyone to take, so I ended up oh, taking Craig, Ke- Craig Kelly, which was a really poor decision. After. Right. So, um, what, spooned or head to toe? Oh, no, no, no. Separate, separate beds. Separate <laughs> That's beds. Right. Was he your manager? Is that why it happened? He no. said, I'm entitled to 15% of this? Yeah, that's right, yeah. No, no uh, I was actually in um, I was in his office at the time. I said, I've got no one to take. And he, he actually volunteered himself. So, oh. um, well, no, wonder, no wonder you've had a vasectomy. <laughs> 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 hey, um, I want to ask you, um, Danny, um, you've travelled all over, mate, doing your comedy act. Um, um, you spent some time up in, in uh, Edinburgh. Um, yes. I know you love Anne's. Pasta Coglu, I mentioned at the start. Now, now what, what's the story there? What's, what's the history there? Why do you love him so much? He's done so well Why now. Why do I love Ange? Yeah. Um, I just, well, I've, my parents are migrants uh, yep. from uh, Northern Ireland and Scotland. And so growing up, my, like, my dad's not into Aussie rules football. He goes mm-hmm. for Carlton because okay. the day he landed in Australia, uh, my brother and my mum fell asleep from the jet lag. Mum was pregnant yep. with me. And uh, dad just walked uh, and found a pub, and no First one because he's from, he's from Glasgow. No one could understand him. He was trying to uh. order a beer, and then this random bloke who could understand him translated and got him a beer and started chat to him. And said, you know, so you know, what what do you you know, what footy team do you go for? Mm. And dad said Celtic, mm. and the guy said, no, no, what real footy team? And dad said, <laughs> buy me another beer and I'll go for your team. And that guy went for Carlton, and there dad has never he will never change. But, but uh, you to say, Paul, did you play other sports growing up? Uh, basketball. I was a really yeah. keen basketballer. Um, uh, played. I was lucky enough to play state basketball, um, right. but it was parallel to to footy. And yep. unfortunately, uh, the the length, uh, height wise, I, I was yes, a little, you, little you bit challenged vertically. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it, it it was a pretty easy decision in the end to to pick uh, footy, but. Um, I, I probably almost liked basketball more than footy um, uh, when I was about 14, 15, um, but uh, decided to go with, uh, with the AFL stuff. And, and Danny, um, you describe yourself as a – how did you become a, a premiership banner man? Like, how, yeah. how, does, that, how does that happen? Like, so um, I, so that, I, that, I wrote the banners can do. for the Bulldogs yeah. for, uh, for a few years, and that okay. came about from um, – being at a game just after my first child was born, I, I sort of uh, did all the early shifts for a week and locked in that I could yep. go to this game. And the, the, this will shock you, Paul. The Bulldogs were shocking in 2014 because they'd <laughs> sacked you. We were no yeah, good. Yeah. And uh, so when I picked pre- the game. This is pre-vasectomy. Pre-vasectomy, yep. that's right. Yeah, it was it's yep. the reason I had it. Um, <laughs> He, uh, so, yeah, I, w- I picked a game that would be – Dogs were second last. We were playing Brisbane, who were last at uh, Dockland Stadium. Got there, and the Lions just turned it on. We were down by 10 goals mm. halfway through the second quarter. So I start just uh, – I'd, I'd taken a photo of the banner uh, that the players run through uh, before the game, and they, they put a little message on it. And the message was so bad. It was something like, we're here to do our best, so uh, victory will be ours, which was just right. insipid. Yeah. And I remember tweeting saying, this is rubbish, and all the cheer squad were clearly – wanting to avoid watching the game as well so they're having a go at me on social media I'd like to see you do better anyway um I, things kind of snowballed and uh, I, I ran into a random uh, one of the guys who worked at the Bulldogs just at one of the bars who was drowning his sorrows as well mm-hmm. and I said mate I'll, I'll do the banners at the time I was working for a, a, a TV show called Before the Game I go alright for Before the Game I'll, you know let me do it let me do it and they gave me a go and uh, I 
I remember the, the lady rang me and said, uh, you know, all right, we're, we're bottom of the ladder now. We're playing Port Adelaide at Adelaide Oval. First time yep. we've ever played there this week. What would you write? And I went, oh, yeah, we're probably going to get creamed. Oh, no, it's easy. You're right. Western Bulldogs undefeated at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> and she nice. went, oh, that's actually not bad. And then they gave me a go, yada, 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 we win the grand final. So, Paul, this wow. is a leading question um, for you here. Are you, are you going to be involved with the new Tasmanian outfit, the Devils? Uh, no. You'd think so, no. wouldn't you? No? No, 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 no. No, the, my, uh, the ship sailed well and truly for me in that space. But I'll, I'll, be, a, I'll be a fan. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. be going uh, to the, the first game for sure. It's about time, isn't it? Yeah, I'll listen. It's probably fifteen years too late, really. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the the good idea. news is that the local comp isn't uh, at probably the level that it needs to be. Um, but it's five years away, so the the kids uh, might might actually start playing footy again, thinking that oh yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to play for my, my home state. So. Well, I oh, think that's so you think that ship sailed, do you? Like where kids stop playing footy down there because there's yeah. no career. Yeah, the, right. Like, ba- basketball's huge down in Tassie now. Okay. Um, um, that's that's probably the number one number one sport down there. So they need to get uh, to get the kids back to to going to Auskick right. and, and actually um, playing. And 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 the announcement gives them time because you, you've got um, you've got some kids that are probably um, extremely talented that sure. they could probably go the other way. Stay with us because we'll be back after this short break. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a CellAid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your CellAid at CellAid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. Danny, if you, you were to write a banner for the new Tassie Devils, what would it be? Oh, yeah, something with two heads, <laughs> would it? Yeah, something with two heads? Yeah. I wouldn't do such a... Such a, I don't know, I need to know the nickname or whatever. You know, Paul, I've got a theory on the Tasmanian team. I reckon it'll become a bit of a hub for, for older players because, like, I reckon when you, you're 18, 19, you, you want to play somewhere like Sydney or the Gold Coast where the nightclub scene's good. But then as you get older, suddenly the thought of uh, the mountains and a few distilleries was will mm-hmm. sound pretty good. And I reckon you'll get the 27-plus crowd and who will be smart footballers. The retirement village. The retirement yeah. village. <laughs> uh, It'll listen, be like Geelong uh, last year. They might. They might be. Yeah. So, you know, the win. Tassie. The Tassie seniors. That's what yes. we call them. Yeah, yeah. The superannuation. <laughs> supers, the supers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, um, I ask everyone who comes on the show, and I ask you first, Paul. Um, a young boy or girl wants to go into professional football, AFL. What advice would you give them? Um, at at a young age, um, bounce the ball with your opposite hand as much as you oh, can. That's good. And, nice. And uh, learn to learn both sides of your body. Wow, great answer. I, I think, look, I always could kick the ball quite well with my opposite side. Now, I think yep. it was because I used to always bounce the ball with my left hand. Are you right or left-handed, by the way? Right. Right-handed. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And and Danny, a young boy or girl wants to go into the world of comedy. 
what advice? Because yeah. you started at 16, which is – well, first, first question before I ask you that advice, what, why 16? That, that's – like, where's the confidence come from? Oh, mate, I'm a young male, <laughs> of course, well, no, filled that, with confidence. That's, that's a big thing to get in front of a microphone at 16. Especially yeah, well, a bulldog was, supporter. Yeah. <laughs> well, you that's shit the thing. yourself, I'd, wouldn't you? I'd already, I'd already endured so much pain. You know, sucking in front of a crowd was just nothing compared yeah. to it. Um, yeah, I just was full of confidence and gave it a go. I was, I was pretty rubbish footballer during, due to being severely asthmatic, but wanted to be the centre of attention. So, and I couldn't play an instrument, so I just gave it a crack. And because I, I used to love, you know, watching stand-ups on Hey Hey It's Saturday, the yeah. big gig. I thought it was. I still do think it's the greatest art form because it's just, it's just you and the crowd. It's almost gladiatorial. Uh, in there, the advice I would give, uh, the advice to be a great comedian would be get up on stage and just do it. Just do it, yeah. suck because yeah. you will suck for the first four years yeah. of you doing it. What's probably better advice is get a TikTok following uh, and then you'll sell out. <laughs> well done. But uh, old man old man over here says just get up and do it. And, mate, has there been any famous people you've ever performed in front of? That of yeah. Yeah. I've done a few co- at corporate gigs. You occasionally get some mm-hmm. uh, some people in there. I've I've have yeah. done some gigs with prime ministers in the room. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ruddy heckled me, uh, which <laughs> wasn't a great heckle. Uh, it was just something like, "Yeah, I, I was. I just I acknowledged that Ruddy was in the room, and he yeah. told everyone, don't listen to him.' Something like that. Um, but the best <laughs> gig I ever did, I was I was doing. I was in Sydney uh, hosting. There was a Q and A between Peter Hellier and Arnold Schwarzenegger about a. Wow. Um, the new Terminator movie that was coming out. And I was just there to get the crowd ready and do a, do a little bit of stand-up to warm them up. And I did it. And uh, and what I didn't realise is Arnie was watching me. Because oh. apparently uh, uh, Pete came out to meet Arnie and Arnie was watching me. And the first thing Pete, he said to Peter Hellier was pointing at me and he said, he's very funny. And I'm like, oh. Spit it down, spit it down now. Yeah, <laughs> when Pete told me that, like that's highlight of my career. Absolutely, cool. Arnie thinks I'm funny. Yes. And Paul, was anyone you met through your um, days of playing footy um, famous people that you bit a bit of a sort of pinch me moment? Uh, a, cu- a couple, uh, mm. more so outside of footy, like um, yep. at at end of, end of season trips and whatnot. We there we go. We met Love a couple this. of a uh, couple of um, uh, amazing people. Um, there was one. There was one time we were in LA and there was this roped off area and a couple of us um, thought that we'd just put on our Australian accent and see if we'd get in um, and that wouldn't that didn't work but the guy in the back um, said no no let him in let him in and it was um, Will Farrell so oh wow uh, yeah so that was um, and we had a funny. few drinks with him we, he's hilarious he's one of the uh, funny humans was he funny in person too. He didn't. It was the same, same as what you see on TV, um, which which was pretty cool. And I remember uh, in Hawaii, um, we ran into Scotty Pippen. Um, okay, not bad. And Mickey He's Mickey O'Loughlin, bitter, yeah, Mickey O'Loughlin's favourite player of all time, uh, you know, equal yeah. to Jordan. So um, mm. Scotty was getting all these photos with uh, females and whatnot in this uh, bar, and <laughs> Mickey went up to him and said, "Any chance to get a photo?" And he said, "No, mate, go." Yeah. 
Uh, he was, he was MJ shattered. was right. MJ was right, wasn't he? <laughs> you know, Shane, you, Paul's just reminded me when I was backpacking in Las Vegas, uh, me and a mate tried to sneak into a VIP area mm. of a nightclub and we did uh, get in, and but it was empty except for one woman and we drank with her and it turns out the reason she was here, she was Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, wow. This is mum. Wow. Oh, mum. <laughs> mum. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we went 1995. We were playing. We went to Hollywood to play cricket. This is before the IPL started. There's a guy called Mascarenas. He died in a car accident, but um, his idea was about India was going to take it off in in the whole um, in the world of cricket. So we went there, and our team was Gilchrist, Simons. Um, we had Love. We had Hodge. We had Hussey, Brett, and myself. We had a really good. All the guys ended up playing for Australia. But we were playing it in Hollywood because there was 250,000 registered cricketers in Hollywood at the time. And um, I remember going to a um, to a bar with Brennan Julian and um, Damien Martin. And this girl singing, Damien Martin goes, Fuck, she's, she's all right. I said, that's Dion Warwick, mate. <laughs> he goes, who's that, man? <laughs> no idea, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, amazing yeah, times are there. So um, just quickly, Paul, um, I want to ask you before we finish, mate, um, Personally, what's your highlight, mate? If you had to pick a moment besides the the grand final, which I know was amazing, but for you personally, because you have, you've had many, uh, pro- probably probably two. Like one, three yep. hundredth uh, game was was great. Like we played yeah. Tigers and the Swannies, um, we we towed them up. We we beat them by over a hundred. So that was that yep. was a great moment. And probably another one uh, was against Bulldogs. Um, they used to. Tagged me quite close, and there was one time where I took the mark right on uh, quarter time siren, and Jose Romero gave me a little dirty, cheap elbow to the ribs. <laughs> so I turned around and I tried to straighten his nose with a footy, uh, and I said, "You can touch this as many times as you want, mate." And then, <laughs> and then that, uh, I uh, ask as a both. Bulldogs fan in yeah. the '90s, Shane, I I can tell you that story yeah. sounds 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree. Uh, I'll ask you both uh, tips for the the flag this year. Um, I mentioned at the start too, Paul, but um, yep. I think I think it's going to be. Oh, I still think Brisbane. I said at the start of the year, I think Brisbane's going to win, but. Thoughts, boys? Uh, well, I I think it's going to be a Pies yeah. um, Melbourne grand, right. grand final. No um, Port Adelaide. Yeah, uh, not not Port. I, I think I think the the Melbourne ha- ha- hardened bodies might might get over, and it might depend highly out of those three who plays who uh, in the prelim. So it, it could come down to that. It will be that close, but I think the Pies. Um, Pies will win it for me. Okay. And Danny? Oh, as I said earlier, Collingwood are absolute yep. lock yep. to yep. win it. But I will, I'll tell you my fantasy is uh, if the Bulldogs can't win it, really? uh, I would love it to be <laughs> Port Adelaide versus Collingwood and, uh, and then Port Adelaide win it. And what they do is they rip their jumpers off and they're all wearing the prison bars underneath. And then oh. the camera just cuts to Eddie Maguire openly and then, weeping. And then, then Koshi <laughs> runs out. What about yeah. body paint underneath? That'd be pretty Oh, I like cool. that. That's a good idea, <laughs> yeah. Paul. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, boys, hey, Shane, before yeah. we finish, yeah. um, I just... Something I did before uh, is I, I messaged the official Bulldogs historian, a guy called okay. Andrew Gigatch, who's a yep. ripping bloke. I said, have you got any stats on Paul Williams' Love uh, this. career? And uh, I've got a couple of things. Do you know, you played 306 games. That is four and a half times the total combined other three P. Williams who have played AFL, VFL. There you footy. go. 
Wow. And uh, you're the fourth. Uh, you're the fourth Williams to coach in the AFL, but you have a better <laughs> record than any other coach named Williams. Nice. And uh, you, your highest possession count was 37, and you were wearing 37 that day. Oh wow. Oh, wow. I was too. Yeah, I was too. So what, yeah. what was your number throughout your career? Uh, it was 37 for the, at the start and then 10 for the rest of, the, rest of my okay. career. So I only wore um, 37 um, for the first year and then 10 every other year after that. Yeah, 37 at the Swans was kind of taken by another yeah, bloke. Yeah, by some, yes. some fella. Some yeah, guy. Right, yes. yeah. Well, boys, look, I, I really appreciate year. you coming on Lunch With Lee. Um, and Paul, mate, great to... See you again, albeit on, on Zoom or what's this, Riverside, wherever everyone. Um, yep. But, Danny, thanks again, mate. I'll catch up with you uh, when I get back from holidays. I'm off to um, – for my 50th ball, I turned 50 in August, so I'm going away for a family holiday for a couple of weeks, mate. Wow. So, um, yeah, I'm off, yeah, off to Greece I, to catch up with my brothers. I, oh, lovely. I, I just turned 50 a um, few, few months ago. So, oh, Happy birthday, mate. Yeah, thanks. So we had a party down at uh, Middle Park and uh, – what I've told, it was a good night. And and Denny's the I youngest twenty-one-year-old to have a vasectomy, so that's congratulations that's right. to him as well. Yeah, yeah. I've got, <laughs> I've got bad early, news for you. Bad news for you, Shane. Um, Craig Kelly's coming on your family holiday. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for lunch with Lee this week. A big thank you goes out to our guests Paul Williams and Denny McGinley. And thanks also to our sponsors Manshake and Cell AED. Make sure you hit follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify wherever you get your podcast from, do us a favour, hit five stars. And if you're there, you feel passionate, please leave a review. And come find us out on Instagram at I'm at Lunch with Lee. Our official Lunch with Lee photography was done by Felicity Kelly. You can find her also on Instagram at Felicity Kelly Portraits. And once again, a big thanks to our producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back soon with some more legendary guests on another cracking episode of Lunch with Lee. We'll see you then. This podcast was made by Afternoon Sport Group.